what I remember walking in that day was just the feeling of a kinship with those guys that did that. I knew a lot about what they'd gone through, but I just kind of felt closer to them walking in the same time, the same day that they did, dressed pretty much the way they were. For those of you listeners who have followed with us on the adventures of our journey down the Moran Battalion Trail, you may be able to appreciate the feelings and emotions that we had as we approached San Diego's Old Town on January 29th, 2008, where the Mormon Battalion arrived at the same place and on the same day. Although most of the time Kevin and I were walking alone, we hope you've been able to understand how much help and support we had from people all along the trail. Tonight, we have a chance to visit with some dear friends who are our cheerleaders and fellow reenactors from Utah and California. They were there as Kevin walked into Old Town State Park and it meant so much to have them there with us as we completed that part of the trek. We'll let each of them introduce themselves and give you a voice print. And then we're especially grateful to have Virginia with us because she was the only woman that walked into Old Town San Diego that day. And she also has the best understanding about the parts the battalion wives had that were left alone because she sent her husband, Peter, off to hike with us for over two months. So thank you all for being here tonight and reminiscing with us about that fun day. Peter and Virginia, why don't you introduce yourselves? Well, I'm Peter Gilbert, and I came along, I guess, because I pretty much was dragged along by you guys for a couple months. But I had a really good time uh, spending time with you and, and, and tracing out some of those trails all the way from almost Tucson to, to San Diego. And I was really delighted, finally, when I got to reunite with my wife the uh, day before we did this last walk into uh, in the old town San Diego. And it was just really fun for me because because of my ancestor who was in the battalion and they, he and his son both managed to make it all the way to San Diego. And it was a special treat for me to be able to walk into the Old Town San Diego and kind of tribute to their efforts and their, their dedication. Hi, this is Virginia Gilbert. It was, uh, it was interesting, as Denny said, I sort of did feel like the wife that got left behind. I know when Peter first told me he wanted to do this trek, I told him he was nuts. And then I could see that he really, really, really wanted to do it. So he he started at the beginning at Council Bluffs and went flew back there. And he spent a few days marching out with you guys from Council Bluffs. And then he flew to Las Vegas, New Mexico, and he walked from there into Albuquerque. But the longest part was when I left him in, in Tucson and... I had a lot of misgivings about it. I grew up in Arizona and I was aware of the problems at the border. And so I worried a lot about you guys. I was afraid you were going to run into somebody that you shouldn't run into out there in the desert. And I didn't know what happened. And there were times that spot wasn't working. So I didn't know where anyone was and you were out of phone range. So on those days, I really did have those feelings and wondered about all those wives and realizing that they didn't have any of that modern technology, so they, they didn't know where their their spouses were. And and I, I used to think about how they must have felt and how worried they must have been. And then when I finally met up with Peter again, uh, he had this <clears throat> he had this gray beard. 
and I almost didn't recognize him. And he looked just exactly like his father. So that was a little disconcerting. It was a real honor to, to walk into old San Diego. And I, at that time I was portraying Melissa Corey and she'd been through so much. And so when we walked into San Diego, it was, it was just a really humbling feeling. And I was trying to think what emotions would have been going through her head when they finally got to San Diego and she had had this incredible, difficult journey. And I was just really grateful that I could be there and that I could portray her and honor her memory. Well, I was very glad that you were there because I had to run logistics and, and drive the car and get everything set up that way. So I really wanted a woman to be able to walk in. So I was so grateful that you were able to come and do that. It was a great experience. Bob, would you go ahead and introduce yourself? My name is Bob Tingey. I uh, live in Enoch, Utah. Spent most of my uh, time until the last 15 years in American Fork. And I guess I walked a little bit uh, on the 1997 trip, that sesquicentennial trek. And it must have been about 2008 when I wondered if anybody was going to reenact that again. And I got online and lo and behold, there was a uh, website about a Mormon battalion reenactment. And so I put something in there about how I was interested. And then I could never find that again. And about two weeks later, Denny called me and said that it had only been up for a day or a few hours or something. So I, I thought that was a sign that I should be involved with this group. And uh, I got involved and, and I went out three times and hiked for a few days, walked into San Diego that day. And I cannot get enough of standing in the places and walking on the places where history took place. So it was one of the highlights of my life to participate in that back in 08 and 09. Well, it was great to have you along, Bob. Would you introduce yourself to the folks? You bet. Jerry Gardner. I live in Carmichael. And I became first interested in the Mormon Battalion. Um, I was personal friends with Norma Ricketts when she was writing the book. And Norma Ricketts was really big. And she was friends with the, the, uh, one of the owners of our Sacramento paper, the Sacramento Bee. And uh, she said she was writing a book about the Mormon Battalion. And uh, I'm a real history buff. And uh, I became interested in church history. And then as part of my calling of, uh, of the uh, public affairs, I went to meetings with Dennis Holland and we had a meeting where we talked about being more involved with the local events. Well, there was an event in Sacramento called Gold Rush Day. And I uh, said, wouldn't it be great if we had 106 Latter-day Saints marching in dressed up as the Mormon Battalion to the, into Sacramento, into old Sacramento on Gold Rush Days. And he said, wow, that would be great. And he, and he says, you know, I have an idea. Um, and he gave me the assignment to create a Mormon battalion reenactment group in Sacramento. And I had been involved with, with living history. I was, I was with Old Sacramento Living History, portraying Sam Brandon in Old Sacramento. And so he knew I was involved with, when I heard about the reenactment with Kevin, I was so thrilled. I said, man, I wish I, but I was working. I couldn't do that. I was supporting family and, you know, I couldn't do that. But when I heard that, we were, that some of them were going to go down to San Diego, I said, oh man, I'm there. And so I, uh, you know, I, I was able to take the days off of work and, and come down and just, just was thrilled to be there. Smokey, what can you tell us? Introduce yourself. Smokey Bassett. 
My background was I was on the executive board for the uh, local Boy Scout Council in a various numbers of ways. And I was involved with what the church was really supporting here in the varsity program, the Mountain Man program, which uh, a lot of black powder. And we'd take groups up to a local Brushy Creek, I think it was called, which was a black powder range. Brushy Creek Rendezvous site. Yes. There we go. So that was kind of tied into it. And some of these original leaders that got hooked into going up to Coloma actually were varsity leaders. So they were gathering those people up. So I met with, uh, with President Holland numerous times. And in about 2003, I was introduced, I think, but here these people are all dressing up in uh, that period correct clothing versus the C word. We don't use the C word, of course. That's, that's, that's terrible. Uh, and portraying these early Latter-day Saints in California. Now, I'm a fourth-generation Californian. My great-grandmother was brought to Pasadena, California, uh, was to a, and married into one of the founders from Kansas City. And she was brought by one of the McGee brothers, and the McGees were on the wrong end of the sword against the church in Kansas City. And I won't go into all that. I have a great relationship <laughs> with them today. But uh, my, then I ran into somebody and said, you know, we... We get together up at Coloma and march around like the Mormon Battalion. And I said, the who? And I don't remember exactly how that link was made, but it sounded like an awful lot of fun. And so I got kind of drug into it. But then there was the year that crazy Peter decided he's going to go hiking across the desert. And uh, no, I couldn't do that. Sorry. And off he goes. And then we watched that on the computer, of course, as they showed us where they were. And the word came, hey, gather up people and meet us outside San Diego and we're going to march in and there's going to be all these media people. It'll be a wonderful day. Bob, what did you think when you first heard that Kevin was going to hike the trail? Well, I knew I was going to be there for part of it. I wouldn't miss that for anything. And I was still working, so it wasn't easy. But Jerry, what was your initial impression when you heard there was somebody who was going to try to hike the trail? You know, my initial imp impression was that lucky guy and uh, really I, I i was just i was just very jealous and and thrilled and and that, that somebody was actually going to do that i thought and then when i found out how he was doing it he had you know and you could track him and all that it was it was just a wonderful experience to, to be and then when i heard that they were that we could go down the in the last few few uh miles I, I i jumped at that i said boy i'm there i don't care what it takes i'm i'm there so i I was just thrilled. I was just uh, very, very happy that you were able to do that, that you had the courage, the time, and, the, and, the, and, and everything else to, to do it. So that, that's my, my, my memory is that uh, it was just a wonderful thing that you're doing. And I was just proud that you, 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 you took on that big response because, I, you know, I've, I've been down to that desert. I mean, across there, and I traveled the country, driven it a lot of times. So I thought, man, that's going to be it. That's going to be interesting how you do it. And you, 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 but you had all the plans. So I was just thrilled. Peter, what did you think when you first heard some guy was going to try to hike the whole trail? Uh, yeah, it's insanity. But uh, I think it was, you know, it was like, wow, really? That sounds like really fun. But obviously I knew I couldn't do it all, but, you know, I got it when I can. So I luckily was retired. I did have the time available, but. What I did, I really enjoyed. It was just a really remarkable experience for me. Virginia? Well, like I said, um, Peter heard about it and I 
I thought he was nuts. And I know he, I knew he wanted to do the whole trip, but there was no way he could be gone from this house that long because there is a longstanding tradition here that every time Peter goes away, something goes wrong around the house. Well pump goes out. Um, the irrigation system, something goes wrong with it. A valve sticks and everything floods. So I, there was no way he could do the whole the whole trip. There's no way he could be gone that long. But I did let him go on the, the little intermediate trips. I knew he wanted to go and, and it was really special to him. So I said, sure, go ahead. You were a good wife. We knew that he missed you. Smokey, what was your initial reaction? I agreed with Virginia. Are you nuts? <laughs> However, then I found out that the, your better half was a scout leader and he kind of got into this, kind of tied into the scouting. And of course, I have a soft heart for people in scouting. So uh, I, I thought that, that Peter had lost his senses. Uh, too many fires, too much heat, you know. And then uh, he took off. And again, I kind of kept track on the computer, just watch what's going on. Now, I'm going to break in here because I'm not sure Denny has expressed her thoughts when I first. Yeah, I'd like to hear those. Cautiously, <laughs> very cautiously floated the idea that I thought I needed to go hike the trail. What was your impression, dear? He was kind of quiet about it at first. And so I knew he was thinking about it. And I would overhear him talking with other people about it. And so I got madder and madder. <laughs> She's going to leave me behind. And so when he finally told me he was going to do it, then that was my chance. And I said, well, then I'm coming too. You're not leaving me. So you're a good wife too. And you know what? We were clueless. I was. I had no idea what I was getting into. <laughs> sure. I you're falling blindly. Yeah, I'm, I'm not the history person, and I hadn't been across that desert. I was all up for an adventure. I was mostly thinking about the people that I was going to meet and the experiences we would have. I wasn't thinking of the distance or the, the logistics or any of that stuff. Th that's not true. I, yes, that's it is. Not We're true. not talking about no, that. The logistics, the logistics immediately, the first thing Denny says, well, honey, you're going to have to get a porta potty. And Bob knows all about the logistics because he was the chairman of our board. So he can tell you. I could tell some stories on Denny and Kevin. <laughs> Not tonight. We don't have time for all those stories. Not tonight. <laughs> what was a special memory that you have of that day? When you think of that day, what comes to your mind? This is what I remember about that day. This is what sticks in my heart. Bob? would you mind sharing with us? Well, I'm getting to where I don't remember anything anymore, but I think what I remember walking in that day was just the feeling of a kinship with those guys that did that. I knew a lot about what they'd gone through, but I just kind of felt closer to them walking in the same time, the same day that they did, dressed pretty much the way they were. And you got to um, carry the flag too part of the way. I did. I did. Yeah. We actually traded that around. So everybody got to carry the flag, didn't we? Yeah. I think anybody who wanted yeah. to got. Yeah. I carried it for a short time too. Yeah. Yeah. And Bob has I, the flag. 
I still have that flag and I thought I would bring it and we ought to do the same thing again. All right, Peter, are there any specific memories? I, um, I was just really excited about having the, my friends from our reenactment group that got there in time to join us and, and walk in with us as a contingent. It was really inspiring to me and I really appreciated having, having them to join me and, and as we walked into old San Diego. That was neat. Virginia, what are your memories of that day? Well, I remember as far back as when we walked by the temple and that was, that was really special to think that there was a temple there basically along the route that the battalion had taken coming into San Diego. And I remember that was really special. And then to continue walking and it was it was really, it was great to see uh, Smokey and Jerry and JT join us because it was an opportunity of a lifetime. And I was glad that, that our friends from up here in our reenactment group could come down and, and share that with us. So that was really special. It was fun watching the, the people driving by and honking and you know, you had to wonder what was going through their mind when they saw us there, wondering what kind of crazy people we were. But it was just extra special when we walked in. And like I said, I was trying to imagine what was going through Melissa's mind at the time that she did that exact walk into old San Diego there and trying to feel what she must have been feeling and probably the relief that the, the horrendous journey was over. And you were actually walking in with your husband. You're the only one that walked in with your husband. So that's true. Didn't look like my husband if I walked in with him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jerry, what's your memory? My my thoughts were to those who were coming in. And so my memory, my my uh, impressions were of those who are coming in and the thrill of thinking this is this is out that some of this looks looked like this square because the square is still like it was as a Spanish square a lot. And, and I was thinking that. Okay, Smokey, do you have any memory, specific memory that sticks out for you? Oh, the three of us trying to find this ragtag group walking down the street start off with, we didn't, you know, we didn't know where we we're gonna join yet exactly. And we finally found you, got parked and, and got in there. But like Virginia, I, I thought, what are all these people thinking? This is a Navy town. And here's this group marching along with an American flag, looking like we're a bunch of outdoor hippies, and with really no idea of what was going on. A lot of U.S. People, Army signs. What? <laughs> it said U.S. Army signs too. Yeah. So, but I thought that was kind of uh, interesting. Just what are people thinking? As a public affairs guy, you're always trying to think of what people are thinking, and get opinions. But that was different as we passed the various landmarks and went on into to Old Town. But uh, yeah, I, I think that what were people thinking and the honking at us and everything else, they have any idea at all of what was going on. Of course, I had no idea if anybody down there published anything. Now, being a, a newspaper guy and a public affairs, that hope that something had been out and put out somewhere, that this group was coming all the way from, uh, you know, all the way across country and da-da-da, and the big event the next day. Of course, the media did come out the next day. Kevin, tell us what your impressions and memories are of that day. Are there anything specifically that really stands out in your mind? 
Denny was badgering me again this morning, you know, uh, what, what words would you use? And I said, well, satisfaction. And, uh, and she kept pressing me for, you know, a better description. I no, that that's, that's it. We, we set out to do this. We've accomplished it. I'm satisfied. I, uh, am, I'm, I'm happy that we concluded what we started. <clears throat> and, uh, that's, that was, a. Anyway, so she had me read the blog and, and I hadn't recalled it and I hadn't reviewed it, but that actually was my, uh, my closing statement for, for that day is that uh, I was very satisfied. And uh, I think that's it. You know, we, uh, <clears throat> before we started, people said, you know, well, what's plan B? If, if you fall down and break a leg and you're not able to keep hiking, what's plan B? And I said, there is no you didn't have you didn't have a plan There's B. No plan B. You know, this has been put on my heart to do this, and I don't understand it. But the off to Pueblo, like the sick, the sick detachment. Yeah, it's um, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to Pueblo. No. <laughs> well, I will share my memories of that day. It was very hectic. It was really hard for me to come from the desert into busy San Diego. That was a real difficult transition for me to be among all those people on, on busy roads and driving vehicles in places I didn't know where I was going. So that day was very stressful for me because I was trying to get my dad down into the plaza and find a place to park and make sure I was where I could see you guys and take pictures of you as you were walking in. So for me, there was nothing at all historic about that day. It was just get, I needed to get where I needed to go and not get a parking ticket <laughs> and get my dad settled before you guys arrived. So it's fun for me to hear your memories and to, to know that someone was enjoying themselves and having a good time and a good experience. So for me, it was great that Kevin had somebody to walk with because I could not walk with him that last while. <laughs> I can tell you that my, the whole time I was there, I just, you know, my buttons was just bursting with, with pride uh, to, to be there and to, and to, to uh, be a, a part of that historic thing. And I was so, you know, I, I was really jealous of Peter because he got a chance to go take, to do all that. And, and uh, it was just wonderful to, that the experience of doing that. And I just, it's one of my absolute best memories. And I'm glad you have some pictures. That was the hardest part of that. I was driving up down the street fun, trying to find a couple of people walking along in old clothes. We you had JT time. with you also. Yeah, okay, yeah, John Taylor. And right. we found a parking spot and opened up the trunk, drug all this equipment out, loaded up, and then finally here comes about four or five people, I forget, and we just joined them and uh, marched down the street. And people go by honking their horns and, and Virginia was waving the American flag and we must have looked like a real ragtag bunch. And then into old Sacramento or into old town and there was nobody there but us. Don't happen. The media, we came back in the next day to meet the local media people. But that was kind of fun. I liked that. And then we marched in the, in the parade to go around, the, uh, around the, the, the center of town there the next day and all the stuff going on. The square. The square, yes. It's kind of square. We hope you've enjoyed meeting all of our friends during this episode. For part two, 
we are going to introduce you to some of their ancestors and the things they've been doing to learn about them so that you can understand why they felt those strong connections as they entered the plaza that day. We'll also share a little bit more about my thoughts.